What's going on, guys? This is Oo from the Chewy New Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's an easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer. And not only that, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear yourself on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And like always, guys, see you next time, kitties. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, Roundtable Studios proudly brings to you your tag team podcast of the RGV. Two, are you ready? Ooh, are you ready? It's time for the Two and Who Podcast. Let's get it on. Oh, my goodness. And we are on today. Oh, my God, guys. It's right now. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic right now. It's crazy. Uh, I'm excited. I'm like a little kid of Disney World right now because uh, interviewing somebody very, very, very. Uh, how can I put it? We're hopped up on sugar, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm hopped up on a lot of him. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Just joking. You guys need some more energy. Oh, so I can, yeah. you know, I, let me introduce okay. him the correct way. Let me, let me, let me introduce the gentleman we have with us the correct way for all you podcasters and all about Facebook. So I'm gonna turn on the mics and just gonna hear my voice. Here we go, man. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, today on the two new podcast, the man who's been with KR TV for the past 30, 40, 30 years, one of the Ladies and gentlemen, he is the icon of the valley. He's been in your household for so many years. He's the reason why your mom told you to put that jacket on because it was going to be cold. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim this guy better be good. That's all I gotta say. You gotta live up to that introduction. <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness, man! Tim, I, I wanted you to know that I wanted your intro to be "It's Raining Men." Well, I was shouted down. Uh, you know, I shouted down quick. Yeah, quick I, I felt like we were the Chicago Bulls game or something. You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it did kind of feel like that. Uh, Michael uh, Jordan was gonna yeah, show up. You are the Michael Jordan of the valley, my friend. <laughs> You're very kind. That's what we were going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shout out to everybody who's watching and listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is the podcast. Good night. No, I'm just joking. Uh, shout out to Petey Wheaties. That's what I'm drinking tonight. And I got Liquid Death for Mr. Smith and also Liquid Death for Chew tonight. So they'll be enjoying that water today just to give you a heads up. Tim, where can we start? How can we start this podcast, man? This is crazy. Oh, well, my how goodness. About, how about we ask Tim to go ahead and introduce himself to yeah, all man. the to all the youngins that might be listening. <laughs> they don't have television. They don't have television. Or just tune out whenever the, you know, the news comes on. Who would do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, Who yeah. would do that? But it I'm happens, sure, you know? I'm sure myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you hear the voice, boom, yeah, gone, exactly. right? Tell us a little yeah, bit about yeah. yourself, Tim. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. Thank and, you. Th- and thank you for dropping the mystery, because I don't know who that is. Oh. So I, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> you know, it's a pleasure to be here. I love what you guys are doing. This is thank really cool stuff. And I appreciate the invitation to be part of it. I've been, you know, in the intro, you said 30, 40 years. It's been 40 years, and, oh. and 
seven weeks. There you go. So, there so you go. but who's counting, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, it's, only, it's only a decade. It's only yeah, a decade. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, you know, I wasn't very good at math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I moved down here Christmas Eve of 1981. There you go. Uh, I got oh, here Christmas go. Eve, and it was about like it is outside today. It was, yes. It was 50-something, and it was raining and drizzly, and I wanted to get in the pool oh, because my I just, a couple days later, had left <laughs> Indiana where it was... 20 degrees and two feet of snow on the ground. There you go. And I said, this is heaven. You know, I've made it, and I want to get in the pool, and everybody thought I was crazy. And um, I'm, yeah. I'm unloading my car in my shorts and T-shirt, and everybody's got their winter coats on. It's like, come on, you know. Yeah, 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 and yeah. now, you see, I showed up tonight with the heaviest coat I own. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like 50, man. It's cold out there. Who would want to get in a pool now? We're dying out here. Yeah, this is insane. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah, no, man. It's 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 crazy because um, I came down. I was I was a little kid when I came down in '83. Okay. And uh, so was I, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were. I was six. Yeah. Yeah. Six. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at. I I remember actually uh, watching the news because like we just tuned into Channel Five and it was just like instantly like. Yeah. I like this. We're gonna. This is the family. This is the family channel we're gonna be watching. Yeah. Exactly. And there, was, there was Tim talking about the. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Had more yeah, hair man. then. You know. Yeah, man. Oh, we hey, all. Well, speaking of hair, that's uh, one thing. I, I went. I went researching a little bit, Tim. This could oh. be bad. This is an audio podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> No picture. Oh, 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 you you it. I'm out. I'm in. Yeah. You, you see what you do? See, you got me shook. You see what you do? I bring the best out of people, right. man. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. block the camera. What I was gonna do? But. What, what was go- that? That nice, beautiful. I, I like to call it the Bob Ross. <laughs> yes. Nice fro, man. That was, uh, you know, when I was in, in high school, um, I used to try to comb my hair down, and it didn't work. It was naturally curly. Finally, my sister said, well, why don't you just pick it out? There you go. And I picked it out, and it's been that way up, up until, I mean, it's still that way now, except it's not that straight out. It's changed colors a little bit, and it's a whole lot shorter. When I when I started in, in 81, I was a weekend weather guy. Yeah. Uh, Lee Lindsay was the main weather guy. Okay. And so I still had quite a bit of hair when I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in, I think it was March of 83, a little over a year into the job, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they told me that Lee was retiring and that, that they were going to give me the weekday spot. There you go. And so they said, but but the first thing we're going to do is we're going to send you for some coaching to our, to our consultants in Iowa. Right, right. So I got on a plane, flew to, to Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and went to... To Frank Magan and Associates, you know the big, the big. They're they're big. They're one of the biggest. And, yeah, yeah. And went and spent the morning doing coaching and go talk faster, talk slower, the whole thing. You know, go through it. Then it was lunchtime. They all jumped in the car and we went. We pulled up in front of this place and had a Coca Cola sign in front of it. And they said, "Oh, we're gonna, you know, have a nice lunch at a deli or something." Right. They walked me in. It was not a deli. It was a hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> and and they said, "Fix him." And they left. Oh, shit. And they said, we'll be back in an hour and a half. Uh-oh. And they came back in an hour and a half, and I didn't have any hair anymore. And wow. So, so when I got off the airplane, when I got back home, my wife did not recognize me. I walked right past her because my hair went from really pretty long to really pretty short. <laughs> Um, and it's never gone back to as short as it was then. That was, right. was a buzz cut. But, oh, my but, goodness. You know, and every once in a while it gets kind of long again. <laughs> not like it was back then. <laughs> Well, one of the, one of the questions we had, uh, I had one of our uh, one of our podcasters from another podcast from the Ehog podcast, uh, Fred Barrera. He goes, "You got to ask this question, man. Ask him this question, and, and tell him to be honest about it. Like, does he know any good weatherman jokes?" That's the one he wanted me to ask. Yeah, that's a great question. I hear him all the time, you know, <laughs> every day. But I always forget him. I'm very good at him because I, I don't want to remember him. You yeah. know, uh, they're you so know. great. Yeah, they're so great. I just erase the thing I hear. 
you know, every day is not every day, but a lot is must be great to be wrong and still get paid. Oh my God! Uh, you know that one we hear weekly, probably. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I hear you. I but hear the question you. I probably hear just a question. It's not a joke, but it's a question. Mm-hmm. Every day, probably depends on where I go and what I'm out. But mm-hmm. but an average day, probably fifteen times a day, is simply, "Hey, how's the weather?" <laughs> And we could be, the guy could be mowing his yard. I drive by, hey, 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 he'll stop me. How's the weather? He said, well, you're mowing the ground. What do you, you know, you're outside. I think you know the answer to that. You don't need a scientist. Yeah, you don't need a scientist to tell you that. You know, you know. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you know, if you're out in it, you know, and so, so it's good. But that 10 or 15 times a day. Really? In the grocery aisle, it could be, you know, walking down the street, walking the dog, anywhere, a car wash. Hey, I guess it's going to be okay since you're here, huh? You know. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, and, and like and uh, about a couple of weeks ago, I did an interview with. Uh, well, I was on a podcast with the uh, Nine Point Five Six Boys uh, podcast, also another great podcast. And uh, had one of I had mentioned your name that you were going to come on the podcast, and he goes, "I remember meeting Tim for once." This was Andy, uh, Purple Villain. He goes, "I remember uh, meeting uh, Tim Smith once, man. I worked at Wendy's, and he pulled up, and sure enough, I gave him. I saw who it was, and yeah." I just gave Tim Smith his food. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you know what, hey, man? And, and, and it's true what they say. Any little experience, you, I mean, so many years on our home TV, like I said, and at my house, it's always been a battle. When when uh, when when you came aboard and, and you took the took the lead, it was a battle from between my mom and my dad. One was a Channel 4 guy, <laughs> one was a Channel 5 guy. And, and my mom was the big Channel 5, 5 person. I like your mom. So... <laughs> And she told my she told my dad, no, that's it, we're done, we're not watching Channel Four, we're watching just Channel Five now, because Tim has been so far right with all the weather that's been coming in. So and you've been on our household for the past, like I said, a good, I'm what I'm, forty six already, yeah, a good 30, 40 some years wow, already. Wow, wow, that's Pretty much cool. Your entire life. Yeah, my entire life. <laughs> that's a long time. That's a long time. But yeah. It's good, man. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. No, I mean. Uh, uh, sometimes Channel Five likes to toot its own horn. And it's, well, they do. We do. They yeah. do. Yeah. But, but yeah, you you are one of the now one of the longest uh, running weathermen yeah. in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there, there's a reason why. I mean, people just connect with you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it, it's you know, it's a it's a it's just a great place to be. And and yeah. I've always believed wherever you go, there you are. You have to you know you you immerse yourself and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, from the day I got here, I, you know, I wanted to jump in the pool and it was 50 degrees, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but I learned that that's not the thing to do. You know, I said, well, <laughs> let me do what you should do, you know, and, exactly. and really uh, just just fell in love with the valley, the people, the culture, the weather, everything. Right, and, right. And, and, and had no real desire to go anywhere else because it's so much fun here. What, um, what, what did you think when they said, you know, you're going to the south tip of Texas? Well, I was going West Laco. What, how do you pronounce right. that? You know, um, and really what it was was a friend of mine uh, from college that I graduated mm-hmm. with had been down here to do an internship with Texas Rural Legal Aid, which is right down in downtown Westlaco. Right. And she had done this internship, and at the end of the internship was May of our senior year. Uh, she came back up to graduate. Right. And she said, hey, I just got a job at a TV station, KRGV. There you go. In, in, she said, in, I guess you said Westlaco in the mm-hmm. Valley. She said, yeah. and you should come too. Well, I wasn't, I, I, you know, I'm just graduating, and I had a job in radio, and I said, well, I'm going to stick to my job in radio. Yeah, yeah. And after about six months of making... Eight thousand dollars a year, you know. Um, it was just what radio still pays, you know. But <laughs> yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, I finally said, "I'm not talking to you." I'm sorry, I should talk to you guys too. Uh, every once in a while, I should look over here. Um, 
I said, you know, TV's a good idea. And Jenny, this friend of mine, called and said, mm-hmm. hey, there's an opening for a weekend weathercaster. Right. I said, well, my degree's in journalism. I'm a journalist. Right. You know, but but she said, well, you can be a journalist during the week and do weather on the weekends. Right. And I said, where are you again? She goes, oh, it's a great place. You come down. They've got this island. You go to the island. And you can camp. You can do whatever you want on the island. And, and so that got me. And then she sent me a picture of palm trees. And I'm in Indiana in December. It's like, you know, this looks pretty good. And so I had no idea where I was going. You know, my brother lived in Dallas at the time. So I, right. so I you know, I talked to Rick Diaz over the phone. He was a news director. Mm-hmm. And he was kind enough over the phone to, to give me the job. And so I packed everything I had, my Chevy Chevette, and followed my brother. He came up to Indiana and we, on a little before Christmas. Right. Followed him to Dallas. And then he said, okay, keep going. You're on your own. And so oh I drove. In fact, at that time, it took about 11 hours to get from <laughs> Dallas because 281 was a two-lane road, you know, and so right. it was 55. And, right. and and I'm driving into the dark on Christmas Eve. And after I left Falfurious, I thought, well, I'll, I'll stop somewhere. After Falfurious, you, no. <laughs> you know. No, so, so my next stop was at the TG&Y in Far. Hey, oh, okay. uh, oh my that? gosh, yeah. yes, I do. To call, yes. to call Jenny and say, I'm here. Where do I go? Right. And so she gave me directions to the apartment in North McAllen, and I lived there for a month and then moved out. Right. Um, and, and I thought, where in the world am I? You know? And, and, but I was and so where happy. is this beach you're talking about? Exactly. Well, so, so, like, you know, so, yeah, so about like a month later, we drive out there, mm-hmm. and first time to the beach, and I was expecting we had to row a boat over to this little deserted desert island. Right. I saw the bridge. It's like, oh, well, this is like a real place. You know, yeah, this is really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it, you know, and, and you got go. there, and, I've, and now I have a place there. I love it there. We live there half the time, and awesome. just love it. So. That's so, awesome, so yeah, I, I couldn't be any happier with where we've ended up. Do we, do we got anything on the on the questions there? Anybody asking? Come no, popping up? No questions. This is not beer. Sure, it's not. It's not. It's not beer. No. <laughs> no, another no, newscast it's water. <laughs> yeah, no, We got, uh, we got uh, Freddie Hondo Ramirez saying, "Tell him I'll do, I'll do him a free tattoo." <laughs> You know, I, I would consider that, but my wife wouldn't. She would say, you get the tattoo, then see ya. You know, she, she's not really into them. And the lightning bolt or something. Yeah, a tornado or something, you know. But thank you for the offer. I appreciate yeah, no. it. It's an automatic no there, yeah, buddy. So I want to stay married. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Reynolds, long-time, uh, long-time watcher of the show. Uh, Chicago Heights checking in. Chicago right, Heights, yeah. wow. 21 yeah. degrees here. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, here you go. You can keep it there, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can keep it there. Yeah, and, and the weather today just... I'm at work and it's such a beautiful day all day. Oh, and then it was beautiful this morning. All of a sudden at two o'clock, three o'clock, I'm working in McAllen, yep. and the weather just jumps. So I go, "What's going?" That's when my my uh, my uh, no, uh, notifications go off on KRGE, uh-huh. and I'm like, "There is a cold front coming in." They go, <laughs> "Where did this come from?" <laughs> it's literally the definition of weight of weather in Texas. Like, yeah, woke right. up this mo- last night. It was in the 70s all night, and mm-hmm. then this morning it was like in the 80s. It was it was nice. It was like, yeah. you know, oh, this is, spring is here. Yay. So any any yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now it's 43. And now it's 43, <laughs> raining. Yeah, you yeah. know, people are cowering in doorways. You know, waiting for so the, so those 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 fans that are listening out of the state of Texas, if you want to witness the four seasons, come to the RGV because yeah. we have. Uh, Winter in the morning, <laughs> fall and spring at noon, yeah. and summer in the in the evening. Yeah. So you can enjoy all four in one day. Well, <laughs> to be to be completely transparent, it's really just two flavors of, oh, of well, weather. Cold you know, and hot. Cold and hot. <laughs> right. Not much in between. It's, you're right. You're right. Cold. You're not going to come down oh here and see the leaves no. change. You know, but you know, you talk about this front. You know, it it you know, it was well forecast. Right. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> because. 
some days it's hard to do a forecast, some exactly. days it's easy. Exactly. And to, today, today's forecast is one of the hardest ones we've done in a while because we use all these computer models. You know, we've got the, right. the European model and the GFS, that's the American model. Right. Those are long range, big grid, you know, they're not real fine resolution, they're real broad resolution. Right. right. And they were forecasting the front for either tomorrow afternoon or Friday afternoon. Really? Okay. Okay. The the short range models, which are much more high resolution, much better, mm-hmm. had the front coming in this evening or tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. And then yesterday, one of these real fine mesh models said, "No, it's going to get here about three o'clock tomorrow afternoon." So we went with it, and and I'll credit Alan Shoemaker, meteorologist Alan Shoemaker, yes, for really yes. being the one who was bold on this and saying we need to go this way because I, you know, yeah. we, we're kind of hesitant. You don't want to go too far, you know. But but he's like, "Let's do it." So we went with it, yeah. and it was his it was his doing. But we went with the front coming in late this afternoon, right? Yeah. Everybody else in town was going for the front coming in Friday, Friday. with yeah. highs tomorrow in the 80s. Right, and it's going to be in the 40s most of the day tomorrow. Jesus. And yeah. and there was it was a very difficult forecast, but the the reasoning behind it made sense. So we had to think through it. I'm sorry, I keep ignoring it's you. Okay, guys. It's, okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You can see the back of my head, um, which it is nice. There's no, there's not a bald spot. So all right, um, but, but yeah, yes, yeah, perfect. Um, Joaquin, my hairdresser, would be proud. Um, but but it was but but this 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 one model that was the earliest was right. Right. And, and you know, so if you watched three different channels yesterday, you saw that tomorrow was going to be 80, 83, or 56. And there fortunately, we're not always the ones that have it right. We right. usually are, but not right. always. Yeah. But, 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 you know, this was just, it was a really hard forecast. Yeah, really and, hard. And a lot of people don't understand that, that most of these weather reports are, I mean, and I know it, it's, it's difficult because the weather changes in a drop of a dime right. yeah. real quick. And how many people understand, oh, well, you know, you said it was going to rain today. And I, I was like, okay, I'm staying in, and it's been sunny all day. What the heck, Chance? What the heck? And, and, you know, it's just unpredictable. Yeah, it, it is, because I, I remember, like, uh, two years in a row, I think it was 2018, 2019, like, at least to me, like, these uh, southern storms came from out of Mexico and caused a lot of flooding. And, I, I you know, I was watching the news, and, you know, it was, it, they were, you know, they were saying that it's, like, it's going to be sunny, you know, and it's going to yeah. be. It's going to be humid, you know, possible chance of showers. Right. Nowhere in there says, like, run for your life. It's going to be awful. Yeah, it's going to be just terrible, you know, kiss your grandma goodbye. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Because it, it seemed like it just came out of nowhere. And, you know, that, that's that's another thing. It's yeah. like, I, I really can't stand people that just get upset because, yeah. you know. I got you. You know, April 17th. 19, 1993, you told me, you know, to wear, yeah. wear, wear a rain jacket. Well, <laughs> one of the issues we have here, too, is that, you know, we say there's a 50% chance or whatever number we get. Right. Um, and it doesn't rain where you are. Like, well, that was obviously wrong. <laughs> but but you're in McAllen. Right. But it's pouring in Brownsville. You right. Know? So exactly. Brownsville's yeah. saying you should have said 100%. McAllen's <laughs> saying you should have said zero. Yeah. And so and we had 50. You know, I was like, well, you know, it, it rained in half the valley, right. you know, trying to justify yeah. it. But it because the valley is a, is a big area. If we put a, a pop, we call it a probability of precipitation. We put a pop out there; mm-hmm. it's for the whole valley, and and so you know, on a day like that, like we there are days when we say there's a hundred percent chance of rain, right? But only a twenty percent chance is going to happen where you are, right? So right. we have to put a twenty percent on there. You I know, gotcha, yeah. you can't put a hundred because most people are not going to get rained on, but somebody will. Uh, I mean, that's, be- that's why like it'll it'll say like it's eighty five in Westlaco, but it's you know eighty seven in in Harlingen or something. Right. You know, they're not. You're yeah. not going to drive to Harlingen. You know what? It does feel. <laughs> it does You're feel right. Yeah, yeah. Warmer. Yeah. Yeah. Now today you could have done that because it was 
48 in Edinburgh and 80 in Brownsville at one point. Oh, wow. Today. You, that, you, you could have done today, but that's a rare day. That's, that's a rare day. That's yeah. not the norm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good drive. It's a good yeah, yeah. drive. <laughs> hey, it's Elon's home. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you can keep. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I've, through the years working through through the the weather casting and everything, I mean, have you noticed a big difference in the weather changes now? How they've changed from how usually December is sometimes back in back in the in the late nineties, early nineties, it was cold, and now we're moving into the two thousands. It's like December is like warm or cool, and then we get all the the cold fronts coming in in February and March. There's been you know, and, and you know, forty years is not a long time in in, in the in the overall weather scheme, you know, it's right. really not. Um, but, you know, in the 80s, we had two freezes around Christmas. December 83 and 89, we had big freezes. We got mm-hmm. really cold. And, of course, last year we had freeze in February, right. like you're talking about. This mm-hmm. year we're having some really chilly weather in February. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's I, I, I don't know that there's a, a an overall a big-term trend. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the way the pattern sets up for a few years in a row dictates that. And right. like right now, the pattern the last few years in the winter has dictated that we get some really chilly stuff in February. And last February, of course, being the, the coldest. Yes. But you go back to the 1800s, and there was, it snowed in Brownsville on Valentine's Day, 18, wow. I don't know what the date was. 18, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it was 18, either 1895 or 1899. Wow. But the other year, um, Brownsville's coldest temperature on record was in the 1890s in February. Yeah. Um, so, so it kind of goes back and forth, and I think it just depends yeah. on a pattern. Yeah. Um, you know, overall, you know, is it getting warmer? Um, yeah, that's a deep question that, that uh, you know, I'm not going to ask myself. If you want to ask it, you can. But yeah, I got you. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we'll we'll let thing. everyone answer for themselves. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. getting warmer. Yeah. I'm not getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's getting warmer. Yeah, man. And, and it, it's funny, like I said, how the weather changes have changed through the years. But I mean, one, one particular thing is that the hurricane watches. I've seen you out and about back in the day, out and about out there when the storm is going crazy. Stay inside. Yeah, stay yeah, inside, Jim. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah my insurance company wants me to stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. Stand next I mean, to the window and I point. Look. No, right. I just point. You see? You right. see? Right. I, 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 told told you. You. I told you. I told you. I told you about that. You know, our building was built in the 60s, and it's a, that studio is a big, you know, broad building. And, right, and, right. And so when, when a hurricane is coming through, the, the roof is kind of going up and down, and the lights start swaying. It's like I don't know that in the building, in that that building, mm-hmm. is the best place to be. You know, we, we you know nothing That's why is, they go out. Knock on wood, nothing has fallen. You know, right. but but you know we we got generators, so power goes out. We're on backup. Right. Right. So we shouldn't ever go dark, uh, ever during a storm. Right. Uh, and, and thankfully you haven't. You know, yeah. you, you've uh, for as long as people have power in their homes or watching right. the news, and you guys are there, the whole team is there. No shit. Right. I'm just like. You know, if I'm Alan Shoemaker and I'm, I'm the star of the show, <laughs> like, no way, I'm not going out there, it's wet. Right, right, right. You know, and it's what meteorologists want to be out there, you know, because that's what they went to school for. And, you right. know, during, her, whether it's Hurricane Dolly or Hurricane Gilbert, or whatever hurricane, right. um, you know, I, I've... If storms are hitting us directly, I'm usually in the building. If it's if it's somewhere nearby but not direct, then I can get out to it. Right. right. Um, but we always say, you know, this is what I went to school for. You know, during the middle of the storm, like Dolly, for example, we've been on the air for 36 hours or something. Mm-hmm. No sleep, no nothing. And they said, you should go take a nap. I said, this is what I've studied my whole life. For. Right. Why would I want to sleep through it? This is the excitement. You know, this yeah. is what you were now, waiting for. Now, I'll be, I'll be pretty dead at the end of it, but, but <laughs> let me keep going. At one point, they're like... No, you're already dead. You are so punchy and so slap happy that you're not making any sense. You need to go take a nap. And so Tell I. Tell it's gonna snow. Yeah, I don't know, man. man. Just keep it going. You know, this is great. 
So, yeah. so yeah, they force us to take naps, but but because we don't want to, we don't want to. And then the reporters are out. The a lot of reporters are out. The last storm I went to actually covered was was Harvey in Houston, okay. in 2017, and, oh. and that was, you know, that was. I think I said, I think I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore because the devastation was so yeah. significant. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. see the misery that people are going through. Yes. It's like you know, I've seen enough of this. It's, yes. Yeah, because then it's not. It's not really the weather anymore. It's an event, and people, exactly. are, people are hurting. Yeah. yeah no, so that changes everything, you know. And, Absolutely. And and that one, I was doing a live shot at noon. I don't know what day of the week it was, but but my daughter lives in Houston, still lives in Houston, and she called me. My phone rings during during the weather cam during the live shot, so I, right. I call her back right after, and she says, "Hey, can you pick us up?" Like, well, I'm working, you know, it's noon. I just did a live shot. I've got another live shot to do. I said, what do you mean pick you up? She goes, well, we're evacuating. We're getting on an airboat. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Because they had seven feet of water in their house. Oh. And they said, um, we're getting on an airboat, and they're going to take us to this address. Can you pick us up? It's like, well, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, so I no unplugged kidding. everything and told the station, I'm out I for a go. while. I'll let you know when I'm back. Right. You know, and went and picked. Sure enough, here they came with a one-month-old baby and a dog and, and a mother-in-law. And uh, oh pulled gosh. up on an airboat, and I'm wearing hip waders, <laughs> and walked in the water deep enough to get water inside the hip waders. Oh, my goodness. I was in water probably up to my chest. Because I walked out, I was like, why are my feet so heavy? And the photographer says, because you were in water. You're in way your, above the hip waders. You right, know? right. And so it was just full all the way up. So, yeah, yeah. That's um, crazy, man. So so that it, it was personal at that point. Yeah. You know, so we got them to a safe place. The hotel we were staying at had more rooms, got them there. Good. And then went back to work. You know, right, exactly. by 6 o'clock, we were back on the air again. Yeah, no but, kidding. But, you know, it, it, it was, so I said, I think I'm, I don't know if I don't want to go anymore. You know, I've done this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so far, I'm watching you on, watching you on the air, man. The, the newscast, your cast itself, I still remember to this day, the, the only time I would really tune in the most is when Rick Diaz, Leti Valadez, <laughs> uh, Dave Brown, and yourself, those guys, I mean, anytime I heard those things, oh, this is going to be a new good newscast. I got to watch this. I got to watch it. I got to see what Rick's going to say. I got to see what Lizzie's going to say. I got to see what Tim's going to say about the weekend because the weekend's coming up. And then I got to see what Dave Brown. I got to see Dave Brown. He's talking about my team. I don't know what's going to happen. What kind of weather should we plan for during the football game? Exactly. Yeah, man. But, yeah, that was that was the that was the cast setup. I mean, working with those, with those guys on that, I'm, I, was it a treat? Was it fun? Oh, they were all such a joy to work with. You know, go back. Rick is like, Rick Diaz is the guy that hired me mm-hmm. um, in in 1981, and and just a, a true gentleman. Just you know, somebody said one time, if Rick has a fault, it's he's too nice. You know, and and because he really is. He was a great boss and great to work with, and still a good friend and a great mentor. And really took his time with mm-hmm. a lot of young kids. They gave gave people a chance. Right. A lot of us that came in were you had no experience in television. Oh, I didn't have any experience. A lot of the reporters he hired had no experience. They were right out of college. And he gave him a chance. You wow. know, he gave him a chance. And that's what was really special about him. He saw something in people. It's like, right. yeah, you could do this. You could do this. Yeah. And there were people he didn't give a chance to, but they probably didn't need it. Didn't deserve, you know, they needed to go a different direction. Right, you right. Know? But he gave hundreds and hundreds of people a chance in their career. And, and I was one of them and I'm forever indebted to him. Just a terrific guy and fun to sit on the set with. Yeah. Very funny and just entertaining. Uh, Dave Brown is Dave Brown. Just, just <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. there, there is no other Dave Brown in the world. Oh, uh, no, there isn't. And, again, love him dearly. He's, he's still a good friend. He's retired, living in Brownsville. And, um, and I talk to him through text or whatever occasionally. And he's just he's just funny. And, and, and you know, he's one of those guys that until you crack the nut, it's a tough nut. But once you get inside, there's nobody warmer and more loving and more caring than Dave. Awesome. You know, he, he, once you get through, he's right. well, kind of right. hard to get through. Yeah, but once yeah. you do... You know, you're there for life, and that's cool. And Letty was Letty was just, 
you know, my gosh, she came up. She was an intern when I started doing weekend weather. Mm-hmm. So she started right after I did. And, and so we kind of grew up together. And, uh, and, and she was just fun, just loud and fun and full of personality and always mm-hmm. smiling. She'd walk in the room, and the first thing she'd do is compliment something about you. You know, so I love that hat. Where'd you get that? You know, always disarming, made you just, you know, made people fall in love with her. And, awesome. and was just a terrific person yeah. to work with as well. Yeah. So and what a blessing, you know. They were and Rick was there when I started. Dave was there when I started. Letty was mm-hmm. there right after I started. Right. So now they're all retired. What what, <laughs> what am I doing here? It's like like I'm, I should go back to radio. Right. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I should make my own podcast. A weather podcast. There you're talking. Yeah, 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 a new yeah, one. Whatever. Just as much money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, it's funny that you say that because I, I really think that that translated well, how well you all work together because it's like I said. Uh, A good, came, solid team. Yeah, we, yeah. we came from, from Illinois and uh, we moved down here and we just started watching the news and, you know, we, we skipped around between all three channels. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. we, we, you know we, we found, you know, home base. TV, Channel 5, and mm-hmm. we just liked the, we just liked them. We're like, all right, this is the channel that we're going to be yeah. watching. From it, was, it was the, yeah. the lock-on program in the morning, yeah. at noon, and in the evening. There you go. So that's, there that's, you go. That's the way it was, man. And yeah. like I said, at the household, it was always it was always a battle between both channels. <laughs> it was always. A I love it. That's and like awesome. my dad would run over to the room and turn on channel four. He'd stay over there. And then I had my mom go, man, hurry, Tim Smith's on to see what's gonna happen tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lyric. That's all you heard yeah. back and forth. I'm like, yeah. where do I go? Who loves me more? Who loves me more? What a good guy. What a good guy. Yeah, I miss him. You know, he retired and mm-hmm. he's still still around, still still hanging out, doing what he does. Oh, yeah, he's Larry, Larry great James guy. isn't going anywhere. Yeah, Larry that name's not gonna go guy. anywhere. Just like Tim Smith, that name's yeah. not going anywhere anytime soon, man. Quick quick question. Yeah. Have you heard from Peter Torgerson at all? Yeah, Peter's a great guy. And he was another one of those guys that was there when I got mm-hmm. here. And of course, you know, he had the, 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 the misfortune of winning the lottery. Yeah. And then he had to leave Channel 5. You know, and poor guy. He had to retire yeah, early. Yeah, he's in the Bahamas with uh, an accident in his yeah, own boat. Yeah, yeah. Retired, <laughs> yeah. retired in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, 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 No, he's still right. He's still in Harlingen. Um, um, still been retired ever since. He he worked. He won the it was a Saturday night drawing. Mm-hmm. And he came to work on Monday late. Um, <laughs> and, and then Tuesday he worked. Wednesday he worked. Thursday, um, the boss at the time was a guy named Tony Lasakis, and Tony called me in. At that time, we were doing the 5 o'clock newscast on the road, so okay. we're different every day. Right. And there'd always be two people, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd go sometimes, and, you know, and came in, and the boss says, you're going today to be live with Peter. I said, great, where are we going? Are we going to be in uh, uh, Laguna Atascosa National Wildlife Refuge? Oh, okay. Terrific. He said, you're going to meet Peter out there. Great, sounds good. I'll meet him out there. He says, close the door. Okay, close the door. He says, when you're done with the inter- when you're done with the live shot, you need to interview Peter. What do you mean interview Peter? So you just have one question to ask him. I said, okay. He says, door closed? Yeah, door's closed. He says, what's it like to win $37 million? <laughs> like, oh, man. And he'd been on the set all week, you know, and, and, and Carrie was the other anchor. Carrie Zayas was the other anchor. Right, right, right. And we're doing the story that the winning lottery ticket was sold in Harlingen. and the winner's not come forward. Peter, oh never, my Peter never had to read it. <laughs> But, but Carrie's right next to him reading it, and Peter's, you know, head down, you know, and not saying anything. Sweating bullets are yes. like, oh, don't say nothing. Because his wife is holding the ticket at home, you know. Uh, actually, it was a safety deposit box. But they put it so, so I asked him the question, and, you know, and he said, now, you can't tell anybody because 
because there's a lot of people coming forward saying they, they had the ticket. Exactly. You know, and, yeah. and they don't know what happened. They lost it. It's theirs. So we couldn't say anything. So mm-hmm. I asked him the question, and then he jumped in his Mustang convertible that he had for years, drove to Austin right after we finished the interview. Friday morning claimed the prize, and they ran the interview Friday at noon. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. And, and we haven't seen him since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's, he's around, and he's still in Harlingen. We, we get together once a while for lunch or something. And, that's uh, awesome. Uh, that's awesome. That's yeah. good. That's yeah, good. he yeah. always buys. You know, there you go. You know, um, I, I think he should. Yeah, I think it's fair, you know. <laughs> no, no, don't be like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just because he's a millionaire. Keep, keep, him, keep him coming. Yeah. Keep him coming. <laughs> so, but he's, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Uh, mine like a steel trap. You know, it just just you know, just remembers everything, right. and that's what made him a good newscaster because awesome. he knew everything and remembered everything. And you could he was like an encyclopedia uh, before before the internet. You know, he was like an encyclopedia. He'd read. He all was the, the web pretty much. He was. Yeah, you go to Pete. Go call Pete. What's up? You know, and, and he had stacks of newspapers at home, and he knew where everything was. You know, wow. Just he was just a really smart guy. Wow. Still yeah, is. He's a, he's a, another example of what I was saying earlier. Like you could tell, you know, that everyone was getting along there on the Yeah, side, exactly, know? exactly. You know. He, he, he had known the entire week, like, I don't have to, I don't have to be here. What am I doing here? Yeah, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I doing in this building that, that sways with the wind I can, blows? Yeah. Already thinking, I can own this building if I really right? wanted to. Right, yep. And on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick pause and say thank you to our sponsors for sponsoring today's show. So hang in there, guys. Don't go anywhere. And let's see, listen to some sponsor music here. What's going on, guys? It's Stu from the Chew New Podcast. We're taking a little time out to thank our sponsors. Obrido Brothers Electrical. Sergio, Master Electrician. You guys, you need somebody to help you out with your wire work at home and sometimes commercial, you want to give this guy a call. Obrido Brothers Electrical at 956-904-7177. That's 956-904-7177. Let them know the Rockstar sent you. In need of a new AC? Need to find somebody of high quality to give you some good answers and good prices? Give Matt Mayer AC Repair a call. Area code 956-884-8288. That's 956-884-8288. Those hot summers are coming, guys. And those weird, crazy winters are coming up also. I think you might want to put Matt Mayer AC Repair in your back pocket. And let them know Chewy New sent you. Need back pain, leg pain, or just want to mellow out for the evening and relax at home? Try Hemp It Up, located in McCown and Wessico. Give Marty or Osvaldo a call at 956-540-9488. That's 956-540-9488. I'm talking about edibles, roll-ups, oils. If you're in desperate need of something to calm down, just to relax after a long day's work, you want to give these guys a call. They'll set you up. And if you let them know you heard it in our podcast, they'll give you a free gummy, a, a roll-up smoke, or some oil. Just let them know you heard it here. And let, trust me, you will not regret it. Give them a call at 956-540-9488. Remember, let them know Chewy New sent you. Looking for a new lifestyle of eating? Want to eat a lot healthier coming up? Try Juicy Fresh. Best place, guys. I swear everything's fresh from the... Anything you ask for, it comes out fresh out of the, out of the back, man. It's, it's awesome. Talk to Natalie. She's located in McCown, Texas. Give her a call 956-878-1220. That's 
1220 Juicy Fresh. You got your smoothies. You got your power-up drinks. Great meals. And talk about their Taco Tuesdays. Oh, get out of here, man. You got to check these guys out, man. It will not let you down. Give Natalie a call. They want to find out what the menu's up to, man. 956-878-1220. All right? And let them know. Chewy News sent you. Looking for a plumber? Something that's going to get there ASAP? or has time to go work on your plumbing there at home, give Barrera Plumbing a call. Speak to Gabriel. Call him at 956-534-3337. That's 956-534-3337. Guy's got great prices. He's professional about everything. He'll send his crew out there to go take a look and see what you need done for that plumbing repair you got going on in your household. And let him know. Chew a new sentient. Looking for a change of scenery? Trust me, guys. You want a new beer drinking place to go? Try out some new craft beer? Go to the craft in Westlake, Texas at the eatery, man. Call Miguel to find out what's on tap at 956-458-6465. Find out what's going on there, man. See what the entertainment's like. And talk about food trucks also all around that place. Hey, what's better? Music, food, and some craft beer from the craft. Give Miguel a call. He'll gladly help you out and let him know Chewy News sent you. What's better than one plumber? Two plumbers in our sponsor category. That's Baco's Plumbing, man. Give Baco a call 956-249-4312. 956-249-4312. Give Baco a call, man. He'll get you going out there, man. He's a great guy. Always willing to help. And, man, he will tell you like it is. No in-between thing. He'll give you the correct prices and what needs to get done and how it's going to get done. I mean, it's like the way Paco says all the time. Your leftovers are his bread and butter. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> Paco will be out there laying down the pipe, baby. Give Paco a call at 956-249-4312 and let him know Chewing you sent, sent you, man. Hey, guys, hang in there. Hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Laters, Gators. We're back, man, with Tim Smith in the podcast. Oh, my God. It's like a, it's like a dream come true. It's a dream, dream higher. Dream higher. Oh, no, that's as far as my dream goes, Tim. <laughs> I would say I'm living the dream. I don't know whose dream, but I'm living the dream. You know? Yeah, man. But I'm like uh, I said, what? what? You know what? I'll save it for after the show. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Dream what? higher, because uh, apparently... BTS tickets are on sale. Oh my so. God! Let's not even go there. Let's get this on top. Apparently, BTS oh is, is going to Las Vegas. Oh my gosh! Here and we go. tickets are going on sale. Babe, if you're listening, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh my you God! See, you see what happens oh when you think you won. Gosh, I forgot. I forgot. Respect my authority. I know. My bad. That's right. That's right. And we were talking to Tim just a few minutes ago. I mean, we know we've heard from a little bird. Out and about, that Tim is a big craft beer guy. Uh, <laughs> I do like the craft yes, beer from time uh, to time. From yes. the craft from Miguel Gallegos from the eatery, yeah. sent you a little hors d'oeuvre here, a little Ooh, four pack. Let's take a look, Just see. Take a look at that. What do we have so here? We got some good stuff on there. He was. It was funny because I went to go pick that up, and he was explaining to me, "This is this. This is this." I'm like, "Bro, bro, 
I'm not the one who's going to drink you. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I go, if he has any questions, uh, Mike, I'll let, him, I'll let him know to give you a call personally. I will give him your, your cell number so you can walk him through each beer. That's before. That's right. If, that's if they, they uh, end up staying overnight <laughs> in the fridge. But, uh, yeah, he so sent that over stuff. just for you. Oh, I love uh, it. Selected and hope you enjoy it. I will. Yeah. I will not enjoy them tonight. I will wait. Well, okay, maybe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a, a IPA. There's a Java the Hut Stout. That sounds good. Nine oh three. I've got a lot of stuff from nine oh three. They're go. really good. Uh, let's see. Austin Beer Works is good. That's a black rice lager. I've never had one of those before. There you go. And then a Berliner Weiss style ale. A strawberry, blueberry, blackberry. Right, it's a fruit salad. But <laughs> And lactose. There, there you go. go. There you go. I love it. There I can't wait go. to get Yeah, man. Shout out to Mikey, man. Mike. Shout out to Mikey. Thank you very much. Yeah. Man. I think it's good. They appreciate it. Are we doing this again next week? I'll be here. I'll be here again next week. As long as you keep on bringing it up. I'm ready. We'll meet you at the evening. There you go. There you go. Make sure we're out there for you, man. But anyway, what we were talking about right now over the before the commercial break, we were talking about something right now that I completely forgot because I'm talking about craft beer that, in yeah. front of Mike. So, <laughs> any questions up there that is up and running? Uh, I know there was one from Fred, right? Oh, Fred. barbecue place, right? Oh. Yeah, what's your favorite barbecue, favorite place? barbecue oh, place? Oh, my gosh. There's Which so many. They're sparking, so good. Sparking controversy. Fred's <laughs> house. That's the best. Uh, his house. Um, his house. Yeah, his house. <laughs> um, no, the, you know, there's so many good places. Um, you know, there's, there's a new... That's new to me in, in Edinburgh 492, which is really good. Mm-hmm. They're they're from North of Mission out on FM 492. Mm-hmm. Uh, they opened a new one in Edinburgh, and man, good stuff, good stuff. Mm. Um, I go back to the old days of Willie Beads, you know. Mm, Willie yeah. Beads has been around forever, and yes. I feel like they pioneered the stuffed potato, the you know. Good old stuffed potato. Uh, I feel man. like that's the first place it ever had. It probably wasn't, but to me, it was. The first know? thing I say when I walk in, let me have the heart attack with some barbecue sauce. <laughs> on top. That's it. That's it. So good. So yes, good. Yes, it uh, is. There's a great place in. A couple of good places in Harlingen that I like a lot. One, uh, what's the name of it? It's on the, the road coming back out from downtown. It's on the right. It's in the old bread factory. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but, but oh, my gosh, it's good. Um, and then, of course, the old uh, Longhorn Cattle Company out on the edge of San Benito is good. Right. So there's so many good ones, and there's um, I can't get to all of them. You well, know? Like, like I was telling you in the, commercial, in the commercial break, if you go with Fred Barrera, uh, the Yeehaw podcast, that guy's brisket. Uh, his pork, uh, was it, uh, pork, uh, pork, pork ribs. ribs were yeah. amazing, man. When I got them, bro, I just opened up that case. I started going. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, just like that, man. You were in heaven. Right you were living. I was in heaven, man. Forget about it. It's crazy. You know, that's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, Fred, the outdoorsman, the sportsman, Fred Rodriguez, who does a show on TV about fishing and hunting and right, stuff. Right, right, After Hurricane Hannah, which we've been on the air for 48 hours or something, he's a good friend. He called mm-hmm. and said, on your way home, whenever you finally go home, stop by my house. I've got something for you. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped by his house, and he came out with, big bag of stuff that he had made, barbecue oh that he had made, and it's from deer that he had shot, fish that he had caught, and he prepared it all. Right. He said, you know, I know you've been working for the last four days without a break. Take this home and eat it. It'll last you a while. Just enjoy it. Right. And that was some of the best food I've ever eaten in my life. And thanks to Fred, man, he is amazing. Uh, just a just a terrific guy. But, but yeah, that was some good stuff. And that's not store-bought. That's, you know... You know, yeah, no, that out of the fresh. heart, yeah, yeah, fresh, yeah, yeah. I hear you, I hear you, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, no, I was going to tell you, you haven't said it yet. Mm
Oh my, oh my goodness. I'm sorry, Louie. One of our... He's quite upset. Quite, I'm sorry, Louie. I'm sorry. One of our uh, local fans that's followed the podcast from day one... I've blocked Good. You blocked him? <laughs> Never mind. You don't have to say it. No, I'll just say it. Here you go, Louie. This is for you. I'm There you go, buddy. And I know you told me at work, make Tim say it. I'm not going to make him say no. it. No. no. I'm not going to do that to the guy. There you go. He said it. Are you happy? Good. 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 <laughs> that sounds quite the same, but you know. Yeah, oh so, my goodness, so man. That's funny. That's we, funny. We got we got quite a few, quite a bit of a little fan base that watches us from from uh, time in and time out. And that's cool. I know our, our little podcast has been moving. Like I said, like I was telling you in the break, we've been blessed for uh, uh, for the past year and a half uh, to have uh, guests coming through our door and letting us interview them, man. And and one of our first ones to get interviewed was uh, Pulp Culture. Uh, and uh, we, I was yeah. following Pulp Culture after the interview, and we interviewed him again, and. We saw he did a portrait of you. He did. He did. It was ama- absolutely amazing. Uh, we saw it on social media. I didn't, you know, right. somebody came in at work and you holds their phone and goes, hey, look at this. This is you. It's like, oh, that is me. That's really good. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, that looks better than the real thing, you know. I like that. Yeah, he did a really nice job. So uh, made it a point to look him up just to go see him and thank him for doing it. You right, know? right. And so we went to the Phoenix Gallery downtown McAllen mm-hmm. where he was and, and uh, spent a couple of hours there on a Saturday afternoon and just looked at everything and showing us around the gallery, the other artists that were there, and we're about done. He says, I've got a gift for you. Oh, there you go. And I was like, well, thank you. What, what, you know, I'm thinking you got to get a little, you know, four-pack of beers up there. You know, which, <laughs> you know which, I, which I was like, I we're can't wait. Tim, we're pushing This is going to be great, you know. And, and he walks in, and he, and he motions to the to the, the art. He says, right. take it home with you. Wow. Like, oh, my gosh. And the thing is huge. I mean, it's really big. It's a large piece of yeah, art. I've, he, I've seen uh, it. he does not under... Underdo anything. No, no, he doesn't. No. He doesn't. And it's, it's absolutely great. He just really did a nice job on it. Right. And it's huge. I was driving my little two seater car that has no trunk because it's convertible and no place to you know, So it's like, mm-hmm. I can't take it now. <laughs> you know? It'd be fun if I put the top down and stand it up yeah. in the back seat. Who was that? That'd be that fun. Was it? It's really big. You know? Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Smith really. Yeah. He's really <laughs> carries it. Yeah. In the back seat. Nice. You yeah. know. Yeah, so so we, we waited and went back a couple weeks later and got it in, in my wife's car. And took it home, and then the question is, you know, well, so what do I do with it? Where do I want to put it? Your wife has it in the room right now, and she's well. all like, oh. <laughs> that was exactly her reaction. That was exactly what she said. Uh, how did you know? I apologize. I'm sorry. For the overreach. How did you know? Were you there? I'm sorry. Exactly. I know people. Uh, That's the kind of thing you keep to yourself. We got got Rick Phoenix Monzo saying, Hey, "Hey, brothers, sup, Tim? My dad, Chris Monzo. Yes. And I used to work there at Channel 5. Of course. I remember Rick and I remember Chris as well. Chris was there when I first got there. He was in uh, shipping and receiving and uh, programming and his office was full Chris's office was full of the videotapes back in the days of videotapes right yeah uh, even before that it was films yeah. uh, of the the syndicated programs we would get like late at night we ran MASH oh, know, back in the goodness. day yeah. and, and all at, at one point it was all film but eventually it was all on videotape right. and there was a whole wall of MASH so if, you, if we ever wanted to go watch MASH, we just, uh, episode 426, pull it out and go pop it in the machine and watch it. There and you go. the station. But, but that, his office, Chris's office was full of MASH and 
Three's Company and mm. all these old shows that we had on 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 video. You know, oh just a whole row of that, whole row of three, whole row of this, whole row of that. And everybody was like to go and just look at the shows and see what was in there. Right. And yeah. they always had the cool posters and stuff too. So I mean, yeah, that was great. Just Three's Company alone, I would have just been like, oh. yeah, I would have been, I would have been satisfied with that. Oh, wait, yeah. This is where the this is where the Chrissy story ends. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. done. We're I'm done. done. I'm done. done. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I first moved down here, that show was big. We were showing it every night at ten thirty, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Um, yes. Every night and after after the news. That's right. After the news. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 you know, mm-hmm. come on, knock on our door. Remember it's, that? Yeah. And uh, I when I first moved here, I moved in with Jenny, my friend from college, mm-hmm. her roommate Julie, and her roommate Cheryl. So it was force company. And everybody joked, <laughs> one guy and three girls, what a life you live. You know, I didn't have to pretend to be not interested because you know, I wasn't. But, yeah, I was, you know what I mean? But, but you know, um, and I was happily married six months later. But, there you go. But that's another story for another day. But yeah. but, but it was, um, that, that's, everybody joked, oh, you're catching three's company, but just with four. So, yeah. <laughs> So, but that, yeah, of course, a crowd. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Somehow, I had my own bedroom. They shared. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And that was that was the that was the whole key. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> it was just wrong, wasn't it? I spin it the other way. Yeah. 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 My own room would be pretty nice. <laughs> that, was, that was only forty years ago. I remember part of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. What um, else we got there too? Red Barreras is uh, appreciated, guys, and he recommends El Sancho Tex-Mex Barbecue in Mission. Okay. There you go. It's on Texas Mace Barbecue right. Mission. I have to go find it. You're going to um, drive out there. You're going to go look for it. There you go. I'm not, I'm not going to Mission. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Edinburgh. It's not too far away. So there you go. There you, you go. You, 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 you can do that on your way home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not right now. <laughs> again. <laughs> what you do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kurt Reynolds, Blade, you need a parrot to <laughs> go with the iPad. You know what? Keep that to yourself, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you say that, you say that, uh, buddy, that uh, about the pair. We were talking about Shut that up. right over here. Shut up. Ask uh, him questions. Hey, you said and you would do it. Ask him questions. <laughs> ask him questions. You know what? Irene Velasco says mom is watching. So oh, I'm oh yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry, mom. I'm yeah. sorry, mom. See, yeah. mom? See, I told you to. Look, see, see? I'm famous, mom. I'm famous. <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh, man. Geez. No, God. And tell you the truth, Tim, it, it, I'm... Uh, getting a hold of you was uh, actually a luck of the draw. It was a luck of the draw because I mean, I was we, Drew and I were sitting down here in the podcast. And we were discussing we need to get somebody else in the podcast to see who we can get. We can hit up, you know, take a shot of dart. You know, we we're going through our Facebook, Facebook, and I and you're, the newscast came out, and I saw you were talking the newscast. I'm like, this this shoot for Tim Smith. He goes, <laughs> really? He goes, yeah. Doesn't hurt. Let's, let's give it a shot. We, we, we've had that kind of look before. Yeah. You know, we'll just we'll just throw it out. Yeah. And then sure enough, Tim hits me up. He goes, "Oh, I'm I know maybe a little bit late, but I can't do it on this day. Let's schedule it for another day." Right. And I was like, "You know what? Let's schedule it for season three in February. Give them time, you know, and have them come out here." Little did I know it was going to be a cold front coming in today. <laughs> it's a cold day in the valley. When, <laughs> when I'll do that. Yeah. Put, put up, put up, nah, you got your brother Eric to like text you. Nah, nah, yeah, 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 right. It was, it was, it was my brother who texted me. I'll pretend I'm Tim Smith. Yes, I'll go on your podcast. <laughs> no, and, and, it, and it was cool, man, that he, he responded as he did. And then we continued to chit chat back and forth. And 
here he is, man, Tim Smith. I mean, that's, and that's awesome. I'm glad you gave gave us the opportunity to get a chance to interview on our podcast. Well, I appreciate uh, it's that. my pleasure, top to bottom. It's my pleasure. I I love doing this kind of stuff. This the studio reminds me of radio studio that I was in in college. It really does. Really, really. Uh, about the same size, you know. There you except go. instead of the walls being filled with the sound stuff, it was records, LPs. Oh, okay. All the way around. Vinyls uh, all the way around. Vinyl all the way around. There you and go. Just sat idea. Here. I did, you know what? That sounds like an idea. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get a bank loan. <laughs> That's it. We're pulling a loan out. There you go. Pulling a loan out. $10,000. I think I still have three or four of those records left. Well, I'm not supposed to have those. Uh, they, they still say well, WQAX. We, uh, we can edit that out, Tim. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 No yeah. one will see that. No yeah. one will hear or see that, Tim. Don't worry. It's WQAX. It's West Dakota. And that's another thing, too. It's not just the difference that you've changed like from from radio to tv it's mm -hmm. also like the way tv has changed too. oh my gosh yes. yeah huge i mean it was you know of course we were standard definition you know three by four right tvs that are smaller than your computer screen you right. know, black and white right. okay i don't go back to black and white we were all color mm -hmm. um, yeah. big, when i moved down here it was a big deal that the tv that i brought with me from indiana was a color tv you know, because back at that time, Jim, you were buying Jim one. Smith Jim Smith. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. Living large, baby. You know, yeah. Ooh, and it's a 32-inch. <laughs> no, I was only 19. Um, and it was at the back of my Chevy Chevette. But, there you go. But, yeah, but, you know, it was, it was uh, your standard definition, and we were shooting our stories. I came right after film, so we were shooting stories on uh, uh, three-quarter-inch videotape. Mm -hmm. um, the tape about... About this size, you know, I can't, yeah. you can't see that very well on the right, podcast. Right, right, right. But, but the size of a good book, a big hardcover book, uh -huh. was about the size of, of, of the tape. Um, Three-quarter inch wide was the width of the tape. Um, and, you know, a 20-minute tape. You had to carry a box of 20-minute tapes with you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, and, and you reuse those every day because they were expensive. It was right. about $20 a tape. And then you edited your stories out of the big, bigger tapes that were 60-minute tapes. Right. And, and that's, how you, that's how you did it. Then eventually we went to, to, to beta, high-speed beta, which was state of the art at the time. Exactly. And then it was down to, I think it was DVC Pro was next. And the tapes just get getting smaller and smaller mm -hmm, and smaller. Mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. there's no tape anymore. Exactly. It's, all, it's and, a, basically all streamed yeah, now. Yeah, and it used to be tape to tape editing, and now of course it's all done on the computer. Right. Um, right. And and you know with some really nice editing software, but but you know I, I wouldn't know how to edit a story anymore. I used to know how to do it the old way, but not anymore. Now consider the fact that you know, and not to not to tear down anything about television or anything or, or live TV. Now that TV's rarely, like myself, I rarely watch live TV anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it, it's always, I'm, I'm going to shout out some names, but they're not even our sponsors. Hulu, uh, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, uh, Amazon. Yeah, you know, we watch services. all those stream services now. And then to watch the news, you know, it's 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, you know, news is about to start. You know, it's 8.10. Now, <laughs> right now, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my phone goes off. And I, I get it directly social media now. Has that been a lot easier for your for your for your weather reports now or for your team? It's a lot more work now. Um, you know, we we you know, we still do the newscast at the same time, but there's no more appointment viewing. You know, people don't say you know ten o'clock I got to watch the news. Right. They don't right. do that anymore. Exactly. They go to their device now. And so, in addition to doing, you know, I do three newscasts a day, five, six, and ten. Which is two hours of local news. I do myself, right. weather-wise. Right. Um, we do an hour at noon. We do two and a half hours in the morning. We do Spanish. We've got you know a whole Spanish team that's mm -hmm. Spanish. So in addition to all of that, now we do all kinds of stuff for our app. We do live videos on the app. We have to we put the forecast together that's on the app. That's what makes it good. Right. Yeah. We do it. Um, the mm -hmm. one that comes to your phone is like. Hey, let's look and see what it says today. Right, right. Just yeah. out of curiosity, yeah, let's look. Exactly, see if yeah. it's caught up yet. Yes. Um, yesterday it was forecast. It still says. 
Yeah, it's getting a little better. Now it says a high tomorrow of 64. Yesterday it said a high tomorrow of 84. So it's catching up. But our app, we put the numbers in. We do it ourselves. We right. do, but that takes time. Right. Uh, we right. do videos for Facebook, for Twitter, for uh, for the app, for TikTok sometimes. Yeah, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. All, yeah, we all, do all that. Basically all the and, social media. Yeah, a lot of time spent doing that. It used mm-hmm. to be convinced. Do a half-hour newscast at 5, half-hour newscast at 6, half-hour newscast at 10 and go right, home. Right, But now it's just full all that time in between. Right. And so there's just so much more to do. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it used to be pretty laid back, and it's not anymore. It's pretty pretty high, not high stress, but the workflow is significantly it's more, it's, heavier than it used yeah, to be. More intense, more like really nitpicking it now, trying to get it to the exact way you want it now. Right, and in well, so many different so many different platforms. Right, you know, exactly. We do stuff for, yeah, and during Excuse me, during severe weather, we're live on Facebook, we're posting on Twitter, we're live on TV, right. uh, we're everywhere at once, and, and everybody's going different directions, and in both English and Spanish, on separate channels, you know, so it, it takes a lot. And plus the uh, the audience that's watching is a lot more discriminating, you know, they, yeah. they, they, they well, you know, everyone is a professional weathercaster, so, well, yeah. you know, okay, my, my jitterbug is telling me that. You know, <laughs> that my jitterbug no, says that no, Tim, no, Tim, no. Well, that, and that and that's the truth, and and that that's only bad when you get into severe weather. Right. Um, you know, and and that's one of the reasons broadcast TV still exists is for severe weather. So if something goes bad, flip the TV on, and that's when people are watching this exactly. during severe weather. And and like during hurricane season, oh my, our computer models go out two or three weeks. Yeah. Or four weeks or five. And mm-hmm. somebody, there are people that have, look like legitimate Facebook pages, websites. Mm-hmm. They'll put a computer model from two weeks out that shows a hurricane hitting Brownsville and say, you better get ready, Brownsville, there's a hurricane coming. Right. Well, that model has as good a chance of verifying. It just has no chance. It's not going to verify. Right. But the one out of 100 times that it does, are going to go, we're the guys that told you, you know, CB right. guys weren't talking about it because right. 99% of the time it doesn't verify. Right. And right. so you've really got to consider the source when you're looking at that kind of information. And that's really important because if, if your source is not dependable, reliable, somebody you trust, then don't use them. You know, right. somebody if right. it's, Exactly. The, the Weather Channel is only going to get it slightly right as opposed to someone who exactly. actually lives, lives in the area. In the area. Right. They do the same thing. You know, on, on TV, the weather, and, and I love them. They're good friends. A lot of you know, I'm going to see Cantori here in a couple yeah. of weeks. He's going mm-hmm. to be down on the island in a couple of weeks. Um, they're really good on the broad scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to hyper-local, they just don't do that. That's not what they do. And then, no. you know, they're not trying to do that. That's not their job. Their right. job is to, you know, so if you're watching a hurricane hit South Texas from Chicago, Weather Channel's fine. Right. But if you live in Bayview, and the hurricane's coming, you need to watch local. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't care if it's me or whoever, but you right. watch local, local news. That's where you're going to get the right information. And, and don't rely on a website that's, you know, Fred's Tropical Weather Page. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, Fred. Do you have a Tropical Weather Page? <laughs> you know? not, not Fred. Uh, not, not that Fred, Fred no. You know, because there's a lot of not, those out not, there. Not barbecue Fred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Because there's a lot of those out there. Yeah. And, yeah. and people believe them. And they say, what do you think about this? You know, it's like. I, I don't think about it at all. You know, right. I don't waste my exactly. time with it. It's, it's probably exactly. not right. You know, so just trust I, your source. Out of through the years you've been with, with KRGV, the most severe storm you've actually had to uh, report, what would be your number out of all the ones you've had? Yeah. One um, that's really like just hit you right on the money where you like, you'll never forget that. Well, there have been a bunch, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on, on the bad side, um, well, think through that. 
after the big hailstorm in McAllen a few years ago, yes. just devastated the populated sections of North McAllen, mm-hmm. which had never happened before. Exactly. Uh, you remember that? That was awful. Yes, it was. Uh, we've had some tornadoes, but we've not had any serious injuries from tornadoes. We're mm-hmm. just not in that area. Right. Um, see the devastation after a hurricane like, you know, well, I mean, Harvey, Harvey, by far, is, is the most significant event for me because I was there. Right. It affected my family, so and I, I saw... People walking through water chest deep, carrying everything they could carry. They carry on the over the heads. Out. You know that that had the most impact, but that wasn't in the valley. Um, you know the the event that had the most impact on me was was the Christmas Eve snowstorm. You know it wasn't bad; it was oh good. Oh my god! I, I'll you never know, forget 2004 that. Christmas Eve. It yes. starts snowing, and we're like, "It's really, it's happening! It's happening!" Yes. And, and we we predicted it. You know, yeah. we're we're saying it might just snow tomorrow, and we were predicting it a week out. It's like. I can't believe I'm saying this. I have very, very fond memories of that night. I was actually in the back. They were cooking a Christmas ham already for that evening. I remember exactly. And I see we had it. We had carpet on top of it because it was getting cold. Then somebody just falls down. Boom. And I just see white. I'm like, what <laughs> the heck is this? And I grab it. I'm like, is this, is this snow? I go, no way. So I run to the front yard of my in-law's house. The whole white. All over the all over the front yard, I'm like, holy moly! This is in Granjano, Texas, south wow. of Mission. Yeah. And I'm out there like, no way! And everybody's inside laughing, joking around. I go, guys, you guys, you gotta come outside. They weren't listening. Guys, you gotta come outside. And I told my sister-in-law, I go, come outside real quick. Come outside. You gotta come out here and check it out. <sighs> what is it? I run out. I go, <laughs> snowball. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out. What? Wham! It around the oh. It's snowing. <laughs> My guys, it's snowing. Everybody came out and played oh. in the snow. It was something that I'll never forget, you know. And then when it happened again, my son. I was hoping my son would see snow for the first time, and it happened again. I think yes, like, it's a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw it for the first time. He was amazed. And now every time, every time uh, it gets cold, he goes, "Dad, Dad, is, is it gonna snow?" I go, "Oh." Let's check with Tim. <laughs> That's a good answer. Let's That's a good let's answer. Check with Tim. <laughs> well, you know, it was 105 years from you know 2004. It hadn't snowed since 1899. Yes. And yes. then just a few years later, it snowed again. Which so, so we're really fortunate that we live in a time when we actually got to see it twice. Twice. Yeah. But but that's the impact that it had on everybody. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the story you share is just exactly the way it, it impacted everybody. Yeah. And and what a what a cool thing to be working through that. You know. Yeah. And I I worked till midnight that night. The snow had started. And I worked and I worked and said, it's here, we're outside doing the weather out in the snow, you know. And, and, and then Jonathan Owens was in after that. And, and I said, Jonathan, I'm going home. I'm going to go be with my family. Yeah. And so I got, of course, we're on the air saying, don't drive, it's dangerous, oh, don't yeah. go out, just stay home. And I can't go home, guys, see ya. And I <laughs> on the highway and drive down the road, you know. And it took me an hour to get home because the roads were so slick. Yes. The expressway was closed. Yes. And I got home. And, and, and as soon as I got home, again, you know, don't go anywhere, stay home. Enjoy with your family. I got home. Go, guys! You got to see. Get in the car. Let's go for a ride. <laughs> so we all jump and they said, "I'm from Indiana. I can drive on snow." You know, it's only been and thirty years. You know, the, and that's the funny thing. Us being in the Rio Grande Valley, we're not used to that kind of weather. No, not used to that kind of driving. I know? had a. I had the correct response. I stayed inside. Good for you. Good for you. And you I get a, hid under the covers. You get a blue under, star. Until, until Jesus came to take me away. Whatever well, whichever happened, came first. Yeah, whichever came first. It's a sign of the apocalypse. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Here Come. it comes. Here it comes, Elizabeth. It's the big one. It's over. It's over. Finally. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. And, and, yeah, it was yeah. it was one of those moments. Cause yeah. like it, was, it was actually nice. You know, I, I was freaking out because, like, 
I was expecting it to be windier and blustery. No, it was just it was quiet. just falling it was gently. Beautiful. It was quiet. Beautiful. It was yeah. just quiet. Yeah. Yeah. We we drove once I loaded the kids in the car. The kids were little. They were you know, ten, twelve, something like that. Mm-hmm. Loaded in the car and we drove to McCallum. We drove to the, the corner of Tenth and Nolana, North Cross Shopping Center there. Mm-hmm. Um, and where the Barnes and Noble is. And we pulled in and, and, and nobody was around, but standing there on the corner, that, that corner is really nicely decorated, Christmas lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Covered with snow now. Wow. And Santa Claus is standing there singing Christmas carols. There you go. And so oh, we, we got to go see this guy. So we pulled in, we parked, <laughs> and we got our cameras, which were terrible old digital cameras, so the pictures were awful. Right. Walked up and said hello to Santa Claus, and he says, Hello. How are you guys? He was, he was so drunk, he could barely stand up. He was up. loaded, man. Yeah. Jingle bells. Jingle bells, you know. So... So, so we take pictures with Drunken Santa, <laughs> which is the name of a beer, by the way, Drunken Santa. It's a really good beer. Um, where did they have that? It was really good. Um, so we're, so I'm, I'm, we're talking to Drunken Santa, and we're taking pictures with Drunken Santa. Within 10 minutes, I think everybody in town was on that corner. Because they're out, we're out there, taking, more people see it, they're coming. And next thing you know, it's like a party. And I see the police, they're parked over in front of Barnes and Noble. They pull in and stop, and they're not doing anything, you know. And so, so I walk over and talk to him. I say, officer, how's it going tonight? He goes, it's going pretty good. You get a lot of calls? He goes, well, we had one. I said, well, what was that one call? I said, well, some somebody complaining that the, the neighbors were making all kinds of noise, yelling and screaming. So I drove by, and it was the kids having a snowball fight in the front yard. Oh, yeah. So I knocked on the door, and I told the guy, shut up and go to sleep. Let the kids have fun. Yes, you know? yes, thank you. Yeah, it's like the right answer. Yeah, you know, right good answer. work. Yeah, man. You know, don't be a curmudgeon. Let the kids have a good yeah, time. So, yeah, yeah, no, what no a be a curmudgeon. <laughs> Okay, Keep those kids quiet. Get those kids quiet. Get them inside. Get them studying. Yes, yes. You're that guy, aren't you? You're that guy, right? Oh, I think we both know that. <laughs> <laughs> we got any more? One more question for Tim. There anything on there for him? Uh, we got uh, 956 ABV saying cheers. Oh, yeah, cheers. Yes, cheers. yes, yes. yes. Uh, Romaldo Rodriguez saying shout out to Tim. There you hello, go. Hello, hello. There you go. And, uh, Oh, Johnny Esco. There you go. Tell Tim he has to knock some back with the 956. There you go. There you get an invitation. There you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. I'm just going to delete that. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted that one. I need that number. Put it in here. Great guys, man. Great guys, man. Great guys. Great podcast. They're super cool. They're super cool guys, man. Do I have time to tell another quick story? Go for it. Go for it, yeah. This was, you know, after... After uh, you know, f- almost forty years on television. Thir- mm-hmm. At this point, it's probably thirty-eight years on television. Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle of coverage of Hurricane Hannah, and and you know, it was, it was a big storm, of course. Yes. And we're covering it, covering it, covering it, and and in the middle, of that's when the geography rant came up. Um, if you haven't heard about the geography rant, is when when we go on the air and say, okay, this this squall line is headed toward uh, McAllen. Mm-hmm. It's headed east to west. It's headed toward McAllen. And the first thing we get on Facebook is, well, what about Mission? And we say, well, it's headed from east to west toward McCown. You're next. So, you know, Mission's next. Yeah. And that's somebody, well, what about Brownsville? <laughs> and so we say, well, if it's going east to west, McCallum, no, Brownsville is the other end of the valley. It's not going your way. Right, right. And so those, and every time we go on the air, those questions come up. What about, it, the first one's always, what about Brownsville? You can be usually, you, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> think east to west, put a map, which, which was the issue. That was exactly the issue. So, so I kind of went, it wasn't a rant. It was just, I just, 
kind of went off on how people you need to know where you live on a map you know you need to know you know look at your phone look at a map of the whole valley and figure out where you put the dot where you live it'll do it for you and then look at what's around you and know where you live where am i yeah yeah so it was about a two or three minute little thing about how when severe weather's coming you need to know where you live exactly if i say it's headed to you know it's southbound headed toward edinburgh I don't want you to say, what about McAllen? I want you to go, crap, we're right after Edinburgh. It's becoming us, you know. Or or I'm in Brownsville. It's not a threat to me. I want you to at least have some basic knowledge of where you are on that map. You know, so I went, and it was, was, you know, it went on for two or three minutes. Well, somebody clipped it, clipped that piece out, and shared it on social media, and it went viral. Oh, my goodness. It went viral. Maybe not. Yeah. And it went went everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah, you pissed him off, you know. And and it was, was, you know, so, so... so after 38 years on TV, you know, and I go out to eat every night in Westlake Stations here in Westlake. Right. And I think I was in the Jason's Deli drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And I go there at least once a week, you know, and, and I just go through the drive-thru. And I'm at the window, and the girl comes out, and she hands me my food. She goes, I know you. And I'm thinking, yeah, for TV. She goes, you're the geography guy. <laughs> I saw your video. <laughs> You know, I'm on the news. Yeah, I've never seen you on television, but I saw that video. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. It's like the geography guy. Forget everything else. Mr. Diaz, if you're watching the show, I suggest a, a new tag for, for the banner. It's his Geography guy. There you go. There you go. So now I hear from teachers all the time, you know, will you come do some geography at my school? You know, it's like, right. you know, that's really important. It's great what you did, but but people just, you know, just it was funny. It was, oh it was not meant gosh. to do that, but it went viral. And it's been a blast. Oh, so. And I've seen so many memes. And I was okay. talking to one of my buddies yesterday. Uh, today, he goes, "Ask him if he has one of those Tim Smith candles." I go, "What Tim Smith <laughs> candles?" I go, There's a Tim Smith candle out there. And he goes, "You gotta look for it." it. Has a picture of Tim Smith with his arms open like this. It says, "Prayers to Tim Smith to tell us it's gonna be good weather tomorrow." And I'm like, "Wow, man, you're, you're yeah. ahead of the you're ahead of the curve than Brenda La Vela for the Cowboys, man. You're ahead of the curve." <laughs> I, I have the candle on my phone. I don't have the real candle. Uh, you know, after, it was after, I guess it was after Hannah, that a lot of those came out. There were yeah. so many. There were t-shirts, uh, there were candles, there were uh, all kinds, there was a beer, but it was just a, a, somebody put a label on a beer, you know. Right. Um, if you keep watching them, eventually, there may be a beer. They, the, you know, my, my face, my image, my name, I don't own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's. It's gonna happen. I'm property of the TV station. Okay? There you go. There and, you go. And no one else can profit from that. Right. It's just, exactly. That's just the way the rules are. Right. You know, who would mm-hmm. want to profit from this? I have no idea. But, <laughs> but you may remember a few years ago there was a band. Um, they were called Tim's Myth. Tim. Tim's Myth. Tim's Myth. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and you know, and and they they were kind enough to call the station and said, "Can we use that name?" And and they said, "Well, what is it? It's Tim's Myth." Well, that's not Tim Smith, so yeah, you can use it. But they wanted to use the afro on oh. their drum as their logo, and the state said, "No, that's no, an image. You no, can't no, have that." Oh, so, you, so you guys get it, you know. Oh, so, man. so we're working with some guys on a beer that won't have my name, my face, anything on it, but mm-hmm. it's going to be my signature beer. There you go. So, so I can't wait for that one. That one. It'll that have, one. We got to look for that one coming up. That that's something we got to find. That and Trump Center. Yeah, sure, yeah. boys, if you're listening, start looking for that beer, man. Drunken Santa, it was a Gabriella's on the island. There you go. Okay, there you go. On tap.
There we go. What are we still doing here? Let's go. I don't care. Let's go. The windows, I need to look. I know it's getting cold. Is it that cold? Guys, we have come up to an hour and nine minutes. And I appreciate you guys on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube live for watching. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our podcast for today. And I know we'll be calling Tim again to come in here and have some good time. Hopefully, next time he comes in, he might have a little bit of a day off or something. So we, got, <laughs> we, got, we got to figure out a day where we can schedule. We can actually sit down and have a if couple you, of cold ones got with him. a day off and you want to just, like, craft it up. Yeah. We'll, we'll make that work. We're, we'll we're, that we're work. game. Yeah. All right. And, like and, we'll bring, and we'll bring Miguel from the craft to come on in. There you go. Distribute yeah. some nice craft beers so we can uh, see what's going on. I here. like it. I oh, like it. Man. Table service. I like it. I know, right? <laughs> it's awesome. better by the minute, yeah. <laughs> Seems like I'm going uh, uh, I'm going to be out for the next couple of weeks. Jingle bells. Jingle, I love you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. Once again, Mr. Tim Smith on the podcast. We appreciate you coming out, man. Thank you for giving us a chance to interview. It was fun, and I hope you enjoy your hors d'oeuvre. I will, absolutely. Thank and you. And we actually got you an official Chewy New podcast shirt. I love it. For just you with the guys there on the market. You get out there, get one. Just follow the web, our uh, Facebook page, and you'll see the exact links where they are at. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes us for today. We appreciate you. Got anything else you got out there, Chew, for Mr. Tim Smith? I think that's it. That's I'm, just, I'm just scrolling, and there's nothing good either. <laughs> nothing, nothing good. More, nothing good. You want to share? More, more talk about me getting a parrot for some damn reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <laughs> that pretty no, much just, just commented on it. On it, on it. That's that's great. That's great. Let's, let's sign off here, man. Let's do it. Please, you talk to us. Tim Smith. Please, I'm taking it for granted. Peace out.